the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. There's some element of comfort for Pharaoh when he gets to hell to see, oh, look at all these great leaders, all these great kingdoms, and all these great empires that I'm associated with. You know, a person is either in Christ or not in Christ. Those are the only two categories. Hell is for those who are not in Christ. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be president? Most of us wouldn't want the responsibility or pressure that comes with such a powerful position. With as much weight as we put on the men and women who sit in places of power in our world, they carry a great burden. Sadly, many of them wield their authority in a way that serves self above others. As Pastor Dan will point out in today's message, many of those who hold great power and wealth are destined towards an eternity apart from God. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 31 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. do you surpass in beauty? Go down. Be placed with the uncircumcised. They shall fall in the midst of those slain by the sword. She is delivered to the sword, drawing her and all her multitudes. The strong among the mighty shall speak to him out of the midst of hell with those who help him. They have gone down. They lie with the uncircumcised slain by the sword. Here, God describes Egypt being cast down into the pit, or Sheol is the Hebrew word, or your translation might even have the word hell. It's talking about uh, the judgment that will come upon Egypt, being cast down into hell as, as a nation. You know, the Bible teaches that there is eternal life, that there is a heaven for those that have trusted Jesus Christ, and that there is a place called Sheol or hell, which is a place that is apart from God, a place of eternal punishment. And both the Old Testament and the New Testament teach eternal punishment for the unbeliever. Death is, physical death is not the, the end of, of life, really. It's not that a person ceases to exist after death, as some people believe. The Bible describes hell as a real place, a physical place. You know, there, there are some people who, who wrongly believe that hell is just like this big party 
with all of your friends. And it's just going to be like this eternal keg party or something like that. You know, where you're going to, you know, I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. As the song says. But here's what the Bible says about hell. First, it says it's a real place. Hell is described as a place of eternal punishment, of everlasting torment, a place where the fire is not quenched and where the worm never dies, a place of everlasting separation from God, a place of darkness, a place of wailing, which is severe crying, gnashing of teeth, which is what you do when you're angry and you gnash your teeth, Uh, We see in the Bible that people in hell are conscious and aware of what's going on. They're capable of feelings. They're capable of emotions. They recognize others in hell. And it seems also that those uh, in in hell uh, will be able to see those in heaven that they knew during their earthly life. Which, in my opinion, that seems like that would be the most hellish part of heaven, of hell, is seeing into heaven. If you want to turn with me over to Luke chapter 16, there's a lot of passages we could look at uh, tonight, but we're just going to look at one passage here, Luke chapter 16, and just read through it together. And let me say, first of all, this is not a parable. This is not just a made-up story, because when Jesus told a parable, the Gospels tell us when he's telling a parable, this is, this is a real story. This is a real, real events. Luke chapter 16, verse 19, there was a certain rich man, and we're not given his name, who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day, but there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. You know, God calls his people by name. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus who was full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And so it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And look what it says about the rich man. And being in torments, plural, in Hades or hell, He lifted up his eyes and he saw Abraham afar off and he saw Lazarus in his bosom. So here's a guy, he's he's conscious, he's aware, he's awake, he's, he's tormented, and he's able to see Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Then he cried, verse 24, And said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. So again, there's there's physical suffering there. There's, There's torment, there's thirst, there's flames, there's fire. He's able to communicate. But Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. 
You know, it's appointed unto man once to die and then comes the judgment. There's no changing locations after you die. You don't get, a, you don't get another chance after you die to change your answer. Once you die, your eternal fate is sealed. You're either in heaven or you're in hell. And there's not a third location here. There's just the two. Verse 27, then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. So he remembers his family that's on the earth. He knows that they're not saved. He's worried and concerned about their salvation, and he's worried about his brothers going to hell with him. So he begs for Abraham to send Lazarus to his father's house to warn his brothers. Verse 29, Abraham said to him, well, they have Moses and the prophets. They've got the Bible. Let them hear Moses and the prophets. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He knows that he didn't repent. He knows that repentance is necessary to be saved. But Abraham said to them, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. So we, we see here, we get this picture of what is happening uh, in hell, in, this, in Hades, in this place of, of, of torment, where there's, you know, they're, they're tormented day and night, there's suffering, there's consciousness, there's communication, there's feeling, there's worry, there's fear, all, all of the emotions uh, are there, we see that. So you can go back now to uh, Ezekiel uh, 32 and notice here now as we have this description in Ezekiel 32 in verse 18, it says, you know, that Egypt has been cast down into hell. And here's the picture that we get here in Ezekiel 32. Egypt, this great world empire, this great nation is cast down into hell with all the other great nations that came before her. All these great empires all end up in the same place eventually. And this reminds me of what Jesus said. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but he loses his soul? Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. In verse 18, again, I'll just read it to you. Son of man, wail over the multitude of Egypt and cast them down to the depths of the earth, her and the daughters of the famous nations. All the famous nations with those who go down to the pit, that word pit, that's Sheol, that's hell. Now you, you, could, you could debate which empire was the greatest empire in history. <laughs> and ultimately it doesn't matter because they all end up in the same place. 
they all end up in hell together equally. It's righteousness that exalts a nation. And now you have all these, these, these famous nations that are all in the pit of hell. He says to Egypt in verse 19, Whom do you surpass in beauty? Go down. Be placed with the uncircumcised. You know, Egypt may have surpassed all the other empires in in beauty and greatness, but Egypt ends up in the same place as all the other empires. It doesn't matter, ultimately, how great or powerful or majestic or beautiful that nation is if it's not a righteous nation. She ends up in the place with the uncircumcised. It says, now, circumcision is the sign between the covenant of the covenant between Abraham and, and God. And so it's circumcision in the Bible. It's a sign of someone who has a relationship with God. If you remember the great story of when David takes on Goliath, right? And what does David say? How does he describe Goliath? He says, this uncircumcised Philistine. What is he saying? He doesn't have a relationship with God. We do. What are you so afraid of? God's on our side, not on his side. He doesn't know the Lord. We do. And here he describes these nations as uncircumcised. He's going to say it ten times in this this section of Scripture. He refers to them as uncircumcised. I mean, they don't have a relationship with God. They don't honor God. That's why they are in the pit. And he's going to list them here. He says, they shall fall, verse 20, in the midst of those slain by the sword. She is delivered to the sword, drawing her in all her multitudes. The strong among the mighty shall speak to him out of the midst of hell with those who help him. They have gone down. They lie with the uncircumcised, slain by the sword. Pharaoh and the Egyptians will be among the strong and mighty nations in hell, in the pit. And notice those in hell will speak to Pharaoh. It says in verse 21, the strong among the mighty shall speak to him out of the midst of hell. They they will greet Pharaoh and the Egyptians when they arrive in hell. Again, those in hell are not unconscious. They're not asleep. They're aware of one another. They're able to speak to one another, it it indicates here. And they're also aware of each other's greatness and might during their time here on the earth. Not that that matters now, but they know how great the other nations were, how powerful and how mighty. It's all meaningless, though. I mean, what are they going to say in hell? What are they going to boast in? How many chariots they had? How many ships they had? How many soldiers they had? How much land they conquered? You're in hell. Who cares? Not going to do you much good now. Now, look. Beginning in verse 22, some of these great nations that are in hell are listed. You know, these nations that are going to greet the Egyptians when they get there. It's a pretty sobering picture here. 
All these great empires that have come and gone, that were unrighteous, that did wickedly. And where did they all end up ultimately? And it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter how great they were, how powerful, how much land they conquered, or where they all end up. And you have this list, and of course this list has grown since the time of Ezekiel. Verse 22, Assyria is there. And all her company, with their graves all around her, all of them slain, fallen by the sword. So you can picture in your mind maybe Pharaoh and the Egyptians arriving in hell. There's Assyria. Hey, there's the Assyrian Empire. Wow, that was a great empire. Remember how great they were? Well, they're here now in hell. Verse 23, her graves are set in the recesses of the pit of hell. And her company is all around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword, who caused terror in the land of the living. Remember how great they were? Remember how powerful? Remember how terrible? Hey, there's Elam, verse 24. That's Persia today. And all her multitude, all around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword who have gone down uncircumcised without a relationship with the Lord to the lower parts of the earth, who caused their terror in the land of the living. Yeah, remember how terrible and awesome they, that empire was? Now they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. They have set her bed in the midst of the slain with all her multitude, with all her graves all around it, all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword, Though their terror was caused in the land of the living, yet they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. It was put, put in the midst of the slain. Verse 26, there are Meshach and Tubal and all their multitudes with all their graves around it, and all of them uncircumcised, slain by the sword. Though they caused their terror in the land of the living, they do not lie with the mighty who are fallen of the uncircumcised, who have gone down to hell with their weapons of war. They have laid their swords under their heads, but their iniquities will be on their bones because of the terror of the mighty in the land of the living. When it says their iniquity will be upon their bones, it's saying, hey, when you, when you die, you don't escape judgment by death. It's not like the judgment ends when, you know, be, when you're in the grave and you've, you've got out of it, no, it, it goes with you, it sticks to you. Verse 28, Yeshua shall be broken in the midst of the uncircumcised and lie with those slain by the sword. Hey, there's Edom, verse 29. Now, this is the, this is the welcoming party for the Egyptian kingdom in hell. There's Edom. Oh, remember how great Edom was. How powerful. Well, her kings and all her princes, who despite their might, are laid beside those slain by the sword. They shall lie with the uncircumcised and with those who go down to the pit. There are the princes of the north, all of them and all the Sidonians. Remember Tyre and Sidon? We talked about them a few weeks back. They've all gone down with the slain in shame at the terror which they caused by their might, they lie uncircumcised with the slain by the sword and bear their shame with those 
who go down to the pit. Pharaoh will see them. Look what it says. And Pharaoh will be comforted over all his multitude. Pharaoh and all his army slain by the sword, says the Lord God. For I have caused my terror in the land of the living, and he shall be placed in the midst of the uncircumcised with those slain by the sword. Pharaoh and all his multitude, says the Lord God. In verse 31, we're told that Pharaoh found, will find, some comfort knowing that he's not the only great world leader suffering in hell. That they're all there to greet him and welcome him. And I guess it's true what they say, misery loves company. And so there's some element of comfort for Pharaoh when he gets to hell to see Oh, look at all these great leaders, all these great kingdoms and all these great empires that I'm associated with. You know, a person is either in Christ or not in Christ. Those are the only two categories. Hell is for those who are not in Christ. God does not want anyone to go to hell and suffer eternal punishment. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world to die for the sins of the world on the cross as our substitute so that we can be forgiven and so that we can receive the promise and assurance of escaping hell and going to heaven where we will spend eternity with God. And you look at this chapter And all of these great empires, they come and they go. And where they go depends on whether they were righteous or did they forsake God and try to live independent of him. And it doesn't matter how great they were. It doesn't matter how powerful they were doesn't matter how big, how much land they conquered or riches or any of, none of that matters ultimately. You know, you read, you read through the kings and, and, and God will summarize a king's reign in one sentence. They did right in the eyes of the Lord. Or they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And, and, and for many of the kings, you, he gives no details about their reign or what they did or what policies or what great night, you know. He, he can boil, or how many years, some of them reign for a long time, and, and God puts it in one sentence. They did what was right in my eyes. Or they did what was evil in my eyes. He judges nations morally. Whether they do what's right in his eyes as a nation or they do what's evil in his eyes as a nation and that's that's really what it comes down to that's it do they have righteous policies and laws or do they do wickedly in God's opinion he asked me how I know 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth as we continue our verse-by-verse study through the book of Ezekiel together. If you'd like to hear this message again or more from Pastor Dan, feel free to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You can listen to and download a wide range of previous broadcasts or simply subscribe to our podcast. Sometimes life can get busy, and when it gets busy, it can be hard to find the time to dig deeper into the Bible for ourselves. At Ring of Truth, we've tried to make it a bit easier for you. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you go. This way, you'll have encouragement from God's Word throughout the day. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also love to be praying for you. So when you call, feel free to share any prayer requests that are on your heart, and we'd be happy to pray with and for you. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Ezekiel, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. It's true.